Hello, everyone, and welcome. Um, is that how I... I'm going to start out every episode like that. Is that okay? Uh, you do what you got to do. All right. So we are going to change up format this week. It's just the two of us here. How are you doing tonight? Good. It's been a good night. Yeah, I agree, man. It's been a good day. It was a good... It was a nice holiday. You didn't have to work today, did you? Oh, my God, did I have to have work today? What's this oh. bullshit holiday? I don't work these fucking bankers hours. <laughs> I had a holiday this weekend. It was, or today. It was nice. I got to sleep until eight. Not bad. Um, That's okay. two days in a row. You got to sleep till eight. What kind of life are you living? I know, dude. It's it's an amazing life. I'm I'm very lucky. <laughs> oh, I sleep into eight every day. Yeah, I uh. No, I don't. But when I do get to sleep in, I appreciate it more. Does that count for anything? Uh, yes. We'll say yes, as long as there's no follow-up questions. All right. So um, I said we were going to change up our format or, or change up um, the way we're doing something. Um, so let's get into that because that's kind of fun. Um, we have this beer list, and uh, it is giant, wouldn't you say? Yeah, we've got... 30 episodes of uh, at least three of us talking about beer, so it gets pretty long. Yeah, so that's not a bad thing, but um, sometimes you can't pick out, like, what are what are the best of the best, right? So I wanted to kind of, or we wanted to kind of rethink how we do our beer rating system. Nah, and you put this on yourself. Uh, if it sucks, it's <laughs> Fluffy's idea. If it's great, it's a we. Okay, I like that. I like that. So the two de- to be determined um, people responsible, depending on how well it goes, uh, we are going to, if we, let's say we go out and we buy beer that we've already recommended on the show, um, sometimes that beer is really good. I mean, you have those moments, right, where it's you pick up like an old favorite and you, you crack it open and you're like, man, this is this is just so much better than some of the other stuff. If I'm being honest, I'd probably uh, pick up the same couple of beers every time I go to the liquor store if it wasn't for this show. Uh, This show has forced me to buy some more stuff, so I'm okay with going back to some of my old favorites. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and it's for that reason that I think, you know, it's important. And I kind of, I thought about this the other day when I went and picked up um, some Citra, because you know how in love with that beer i am you are like, in the bag for surly citra yeah i was like you know man this this beer is great and it's on our list but so is a million other things and you know i bought it this week and it's definitely the my favorite thing i picked up this week so i want to talk about it and how can we do that so we're gonna add some sort of a, a rating system and there'll be there'll be like a legend they will tell you what means what but you know whether it's stars or whatever potatoes um, next to some of our favorite beers so that you can look and see what's on the list, but also look for like what we think is the cream of the crop. Um, and then it would be fun too, to have people that actually go and try the beers to give us their feedback. So I don't know, man, what do you think? They potentially read it on the show? Oh, absolutely. I think we, uh, we put up, a, and we'll have to get Lotus to work on that because the man is, a. Uh... He's a wizard at creating stuff. Uh, how it looks is a different discussion, but for creating stuff, he's a, <laughs> he's a wizard. Uh, we're going to create some sort of uh, form for people to fill out. They can 
give us a rating and uh, some comments on what the what you guys like about a beer. Uh, I think we certainly want to hear from the uh, from you the beers that we've already suggested, or the you know if it's not beers, if it's hard alcohol because that's a thing that I like. Uh, also fill that out, um, and we'll read those on the air. But also, I think that uh, we need to we want to hear from you guys. What are some of your favorites, and uh, how what do you want us to try? You know, fill out when that form is up and running. Uh, fill out what your favorite is, what you've drank this week that you love. Or even if it's terrible, you know, feel free to come in and badmouth a beer too. The show's all about badmouthing shitty stuff. Looking at you, Akron. Uh, so <laughs> fill out uh, fill out the form when we have it up, and uh, let us know what you think about whatever beer you're drinking, whether it's something we've already suggested or whether it's something you think we should try, and uh, we'll add it to the list. I think my favorite part about this whole project is that. Lotus gets to do a lot of work, and he doesn't even know it's happening yet. But he's already agreed. Um, he was uh, he was voluntold. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. I assume you'll do the heavy lifting on the form, but uh, well, you know, he'll have to create a new menu and a new URL for it to hit, and all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah, we'll see. Well, uh, it, it's it's gonna happen. Um, I did share with him today's... Uh, <laughs> How much work goes into it is still be t- to be determined. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, he owes us one because I shared with him the funny story today of you... Uh, well, one, you always pronounce Lair as Lair. And today, when you uh, were in the parking lot and completely distracted, you said you wanted to do the raid Lair, but you spelled it L-A-Y-E-R. Mm-hmm. So uh, I already shared that with him, and he decided he was going to add another... Uh, layer to the pronunciation <laughs> guide nice. uh so so that'll be a fun thing for him and then a not so fun thing will be adding this uh beer review yeah i am uh i'm also very guilty of using talk to text so uh <laughs> <laughs> whatever happened in that car we will never know oh um, so you're saying your talk to text also knows that you're pronouncing it wrong and oh, yeah. what you actually oh, said that's super believable for sure um yep I plead the fifth and the fourth and the second. Well, I'm glad you have <laughs> just, a gun just for the unreasonable <laughs> Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, you know, it's important to plead these things, man. Um, if you aren't doing it, then, then who is, then who is, um, you know, that, that kind of reminds me. So I saw an awesome t-shirt this weekend and it was, um, remember Smokey the bear, like the old Thank national you. parks. Oh, yes. Okay. So the, the at forest fires, yeah, yeah, and the the super like stereotypical nineteen eighties like perfect only you can prevent forest fires picture right, and then underneath it it says something it was something along the lines of no really it's only you we've been defunded National Park Service. It's <laughs> 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 like dude that's amazing I'd never buy it as a t shirt but that's amazing. <laughs> Very nice. So, um, so buddy, I uh, I came down and uh, and crashed your house this weekend. Yeah, yeah, we uh we had a good time, and crash is probably the accurate term for your evening. Um, but although I did not crash on the way down, and I saw my share of flipped cars and cars off the road. Because I'm still it, shocked that you braved <laughs> the icy roads to come down and drink beer with me for one night. <laughs> it was, uh, 
Like as soon as I crossed the border, man, it started like just getting that that crappy ice, watery snow mixture. And uh, I mean, I know I told you, man, but it's for people that drive on snow. It's it wasn't that it was a large accumulation, but it was that you know you you go to merge lanes and it's enough that it messes with your tires. And all of a uh, sudden, was, I'm sliding. Why yeah, am I sliding? I, it's not great. <laughs> I'm driving like a decent sized all wheel drive SUV, so it, there's weight to it. So when it's messing with my tires like that, that kind of sucks. <sighs> Anyways. I made it because, I, I don't know, we grew up in snow, right? Like you just, <laughs> yep, you just take your true. time and, and don't do stupid things and don't follow idiots. You'll be fine. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, when we uh, we got you got down here, uh, the weather was nice. And yes. my brother played the role of designated driver. And uh, we hit up a lot of breweries. Yeah, we did. It was... Uh, it was pretty fast too. Like I showed up and we had a beer at your house and then we were gone like within a half hour. It was uh we had quite the tour, man. Indeed, indeed. It was uh it was a lot of fun. We we hit up a fraction of the uh Madison brewery scene, but uh I think we all had a pretty good time drinking. Yeah, so except for Bryce who had to drive. But, I mean, he had, like, water and water with lemon and soda. So, I mean, you know, he had he had quite the experience, too. He may have had three or four sips of beer along the course of the day, too. So that was a, a win for him. Oh, yeah, for sure, man. He did get to get to sample a little. Um, so we thought instead of recommending a beer this week, uh, it would be a better idea to just kind of talk about some of the things that we tried. Uh, and there was some great beers, man. So... Um, I originally forgot it on my list because it was the first thing that we did. Uh, but do you want to talk about the the first beer that we had? Yeah. So, uh, anyone who's listened to the show before has heard me talk up Untitled Art, which is a uh, like a local beer, a local brewery. Uh, so I picked up a four pack of their Wet Hop IPA uh, just as something to try because one driving to their brewery was. Uh, out of the question is it was a long ass haul and uh also they're not super great at uh advertising so <laughs> i wasn't actually sure if they had a tap room to try the stuff uh but everything they've ever i've ever had from them is amazing and wet hop ipa was no different yeah it, it was, was a good beer man for sure it was a nice ipa it had a very it had a very fruity flavor to it um but it was also, it wasn't super bitter, but you could definitely taste the hops, and I thought it was great. And this is from somebody who doesn't like IPAs as much as other types. Do you, do you want to know what I thought? Yeah, I do. So do I, but I didn't write it down um, because this was the first beer that we had. So we're just going to have to go with what you thought on that one. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right, so the so we had this beer, and I do remember that it was good, and I wish I would have wrote some down. Um, but from then on out, I did. And uh, the first place that we went was Ale Asylum, and it didn't seem like it was that far of a drive. But you said we it was probably like thirty minutes, 35, 40 minutes. Yeah, it's okay. basically on the exact opposite side of Madison. I live in one of the southwest suburbs, and Ale Asylum is on the northeast side of Madison. Yeah. So it was it was a cool like tap room, you know. They had like, 
don't know. They had good food too. We had we had um, or I had a uh, jalapeno duck popper thing, and that was that was pretty amazing. It was not um, like a deep fried thing either. It was more like meat and bacon and <laughs> right. It was a piece of jalapeno cream cheese with some duck and, and cream yeah. cheese and wrapped in bacon. It looked yeah. really good. I wish I had tried it, but I didn't want to hone in on your food, and I think that was the right move. <laughs> As the stories will continue. Um, okay, so anyways, uh, Ale Asylum. I had my my beer of the night was the Velveteen Rabbit, which is an IPA that they have. Um, it was good. I mean, it was, it was. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if I would have ordered a second one, but I think it was good for what it was. Uh, I wrote down it was very smooth. So um, I want to try. They had a couple other IPAs that I wanted to try. So I think if I went back, I would try one of the other ones, but, um, it, I think the server recommended that one and it was a good recommendation. Yeah. I mean, you said you liked IPAs. So she's like, well, this is our, this is our flagship IPA. And eh, I've had Velveteen Rabbit before and I like it. It's very good. Uh, I tried their goddamn Bergen. So Elisalem Ambergen is one of their, their more popular beers. You can find it just about anywhere. I'm pretty sure you had it one of these nights when we were doing the show, the Ambergeddon. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the God Ambergeddon is uh, basically the Ambergeddon, but jacked up on steroids. It's higher alcohol content, a little bit stronger uh, in terms of tastes. The The bitterness is a little bit more. The, uh, the flavors are a little bit more. And uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was the first time I had had it, so I'm glad I tried it. Yep. Um, so we were sitting at the bar. We got our food and we're talking. And uh, we got on the subject of going to Carbon 4. And everyone, I think, kind of was like, yep, okay, we've had our one beer here. Let's, uh, let's go get some Fantasy Factory. Um, so we moved to the next brewery, which, dude, that, that felt like a two-minute drive, if that. Yeah, it's basically two turns. It's it's super close. So yep. that was nice. Uh, it's a it's a tiny little tap room. Um, yeah, it was definitely like like a quarter of the size of Ale Asylum for sure. Right, but it hasn't been around nearly as long either. So it's just basically in a tiny little strip mall. The the one end of it is this brewery. Yep. So we had we we found a table right away, but I would say it was like half of a table. Yeah. And we kind of had benches around it. Two uh, bench, or four benches looking at a wall, basically. Yeah. I, you know, whatever. But it worked. It totally worked. Um, your bro and his friend had the short end of the stick because they had a vent that just decided to randomly blow tons of cold air on them for an extended period of time and then shut off and then do it all over again. Yeah, I wasn't too upset sitting like three feet to the, <laughs> to the other side because yep. I didn't get the cold air blowing, but I could definitely hear the vent running. Yep. So, um, so we had, I had a couple beers there. So the first one that I had, um, was the, um, port wine barrel aged lady luck with door County cherries. And I normally am not one to go for barrel aged type of beers, but I wanted to, you know, try whatever, whatever they were proud of, like, uh, you know, whatever their best beer was on the menu. Um, and it was good, man. It was, I've had a cherry beer before made by, um, three Floyds 
and I didn't, I ate it with spicy food. It wasn't the right setting and, and it kind of turned me off to sweet beers like that. Um, but this one was good, man. This one was a lot better. This was definitely the best, um, beer I've had with like a cherry flavor to it. Uh, I definitely think it's something that you have to have like without a meal, like not, I wouldn't pair it with anything. I, I think it would be too overbearing. Um, and it's also one of those things where it's, I couldn't drink like two of them in a row. I think I would, if I had one, I'd probably pick something else on the menu the next time. Yeah. When you were drinking that, I was having the, uh, tequila age downtown Apley, which is, uh, basically their Belgian style ale, uh, aged in tequila barrels. And that was amazing. Uh, I could have drank way more than one of them. But I feel like the night would have ended up with me face down on my floor because while it was, you know, super good and super easy to drink, it was also very strong, uh, but it didn't taste that way. It's one of those dangerous beers where you could have, you know, three or four of them before you knew you were in trouble because it was it was at least 11 percent alcohol and uh, it didn't taste that way at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, they, Carbon 4 makes really good beer, dude. I love their Fantasy Factory. So, um, I, I made a move on my next beer that I, I, one of those regretful beers, man. I had the Dragon Flute. I'm not a huge APA person, so there isn't a, my list of APAs that I actually like is pretty small. So, you know, take my review with a grain of salt, but I would not have ordered this beer again. Um, I think they have a lot of really good beers there, and I think I'd rather have like a Fantasy Factory or something else that they offer there. Um, yeah, so yeah. I, I would say that Dragon Flute, I, I mean, the server was like, hey, you should give it a try. Um, I regret not over overriding her because I've had Dragon Flute before, and it is not one of their strongest uh, offerings. Yeah. I had never had Nightcall before, which is their smoked porter. Mm-hmm. Um I will have it again. I thought it was very good. Um, though, in retrospect, I probably wanted another glass of that tequila barrel-aged uh, Downton Apley. But I'm a sucker for uh, Belgian ales to begin with. So, Yeah. Uh, either way, I think next time that I come back, I definitely want to go back to Carbon 4. Um, I think Absolutely. It, was, it was definitely uh, definitely worth going to. Um, so we... We headed out and we went to go get some pizza and it was what, like they said, like an hour, hour and a half when we Yeah, they said there was an hour and a half wait to get a table. And then the lady goes, "Um, but I can text you if you want. And you're like, yep, that's what we're doing. And we jumped in the car and drove across the road to uh, Wisconsin Brewing Company. Yep, that's... uh... It's actually, it's one of their newer breweries in the area. Maybe not that new, but it's only been around for a little while. Uh, there's a big brewery in Middleton called Capital. Um, and one of their head brewmasters broke away from the uh, from the Capital family and created his own brewing company, which is this one. And they have a, they have a huge facility, basically built on a giant plot of land. Um, and so we decided to stop in there while we waited for our uh, table to open up for pizza. And... Yeah, and it's it's a cool place, man. Like it's, um, I I I walked up and it was it reminded me of like, I don't know, it 
the way that the building was designed and everything, it was just a, it was a cool place to go to. So I was, I wasn't sure what to expect from the, from walking in, whether the beer was going to be good or if it was all going to be like, I don't know, like a Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I mean, they have those glass windows looking over their vats and stuff like that. So it just sort of seems like one of those places that. Yeah. The experience is more important than the beer. And sometimes yeah, exactly. it is. But, That's uh, perfect. Yep. Thank you. I would say going into the night, I was like, yeah, whatever. Wisconsin Brewing Company, it's close to home. Uh, because yeah. a lot of their mass-produced stuff is just average. It's not bad, but it's not like something you go out of your way to get. Mm-hmm. But uh, in their tap room, they had a lot of stuff on tap that I had never seen before out in the wild. So... Um, and thankfully, the bartender was very generous with her pours Dude. on the uh, on the samples. So that 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 bartender, she was a solid bartender, dude. Like <laughs> she was super friendly. Um, she was super helpful, ed- educated, and helpful on the beer that they had. Um, I walked up there and I'm looking at the menu, and she's like, "What do you want a sample of?" You know, and just uh, it was. She was awesome, and I think that that helped. And so I tried, I tried a few um, of their samples, and one of them I wrote down. So I didn't actually order this, but um, they had a Porter Joe, and it it was like a coconut um, porter, and it had a very like strong coconut taste, and it was really good for a coconut porter. Um, but I think I had three or four samples from her and I ended up going with the Cupid's Envy, which was a barrel aged espresso porter. Uh, it, it was dude, it was hands down one of the best coffee beers I've ever had. It was really good. Yeah, I, I had tried that. And I'm not a huge coffee beer fan, but I could mm-hmm. have seen myself drinking at least one of those glasses. Yeah. Um, but I went with the Barrel Age Whiskator instead, which is basically their bourbon barrel aged uh, Belgian, because once again, I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff. Um, and it was amazing. And I was going to go up and get another, I was going to go get another glass, uh, but unfortunately. They were, they had pulled off the tap and were emptying out the lines. So I, I had did to, not know that. Yeah. I had to settle for the patron saint, which was their Oktoberfest, which was also very good. But, you know, it's towards the end of February and I'm drinking an Oktoberfest beer. That's, that's kind of, yeah, that was, that was going to be my question. Did it still taste good? Like, did they store it right? So it just tasted like a fresh Oktoberfest or yeah it was it was good and honestly it was stronger than I thought it was going to be it was like eight and a half percent and you don't get a ton of Oktoberfests that are that strong um so unfortunately just as I had sat down with that one we had gotten the text to go (laughs) that our table was up so I ended up having to like chug that beer um which, in hindsight, was probably not the greatest of ideas. I probably could have taken a little bit more time and not uh, downed it in, like, three gulps. 
Oh, I just uh, walked away from mine. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I I got what I I got what I paid for, man. I enjoyed what I had of it, but I this is a espresso porter. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna right. down the hatch of it. No, you probably shouldn't <laughs> down the hatch an espresso porter. <laughs> uh, oh God, you got me saying it too. I just said espresso. God damn it, fluffy. espresso. Sorry, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, so we went back across the street to get pizza from Sugar River Pizza, which is uh. One of my favorite pizza places. Um, Dude, the pizza, like, 100% would I, without thinking twice, wait an hour, an hour and a half to get a table at this pizza place again. Without even thinking twice, dude. If I could go across the street and drink a beer and wait, like, 100% worth it. So, Anybody who follows us on Twitter saw that they have those those nice white sheets and a uh, glass full of crayons. Uh, so, so we gave Fluffy those crayons to work on and, uh, he, he went about drawing while the adults talked about what we were getting. Um, I that worked well, out pretty well. Yeah, it did. I think all restaurants should have color crayons at the table, dude. Um, I think it, I think it should be a state law. Yeah, no, it was great. Um, however, there was also beer there. They had this, uh. Abita beers for four dollars for a glass, uh, and I saw one that kind of piqued my interest. They had a, a Bourbon Street Old Fashioned Pale Ale, um, and anybody who listened last week when we had Diego here, we talked about the uh, <laughs> the disaster of the Wisconsin Old Fashioned and yep. uh, how it's a travesty. This pale ale tasted exactly like an Old Fashioned. It was the most, it like messed with my head. It tasted so much like it. It's like, this doesn't even taste like a beer. It feels like I'm drinking an old fashioned right now. Yeah. Uh, I think Which surprised me incredibly because I didn't know how they were going to be able to do that. I, I think it's important to note that um, when you ordered that, we did ask the waiter whether it was made like a Wisconsin old fashioned or a real old fashioned <laughs> with brandy. Ah, uh, yeah, bourbon on the real one, brandy on the Wisconsin one. He said it was Wisconsin, and I still got it, so I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it did. It, it was crazy. It did not taste like you were drinking a beer. It tasted like a. It tasted like a an old fashioned that was just different in right? a pint glass instead of in a tumbler glass. Yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, how was your beer there? I had. I had about half of my beer. I ordered the um, Bourbon Street Barrel-Aged Maple Pecan, which was my second barrel-aged beer of the night, uh, keeping true to tradition. And I remember it being good, um, but I don't remember much after that because I went out, like, we were waiting for a while. I I had drawn to my heart's content at the table. These guys were talking about things. I was like, I'm going to go smoke a cigarette. So I told them, our pizza will come if I go smoke a cigarette. And I went out and smoked a cigarette. And about halfway through smoking the cigarette, I'm like, okay, I just got really drunk. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, I was only able to eat one slice of some of the best pizza I've had in a long time. So 
I think we're going to have to go back there, dude. <laughs> well, I'm glad you held it together because you looked a little rough coming back in from that cigarette. Oh, it's not, yeah, it's not my first rodeo, but uh, I was definitely like doing my best to just be like, all right, all right, I think I can have a bite of pizza. <laughs> Play it cool, Fluffy. Play it cool. <laughs> I think we're good. I think we're good. Um, no, it was, it was definitely just, yeah, I should have eaten before that. Oh, well. <laughs> and that ended our, our night. My brother had to get home to his wife, and he's got like a 40-minute drive, so he dropped us off at my place. Uh, there was another brewery that is basically a block and a half from my house, but we decided to pass on that because Fluffy was in real bad shape, and I wasn't far behind him because we drank a lot of real strong beers. Um, <laughs> and I worked no, out I- well. No, um, like I we we got back to your place, dude, and um, I was like, all right, let's watch some Gwent because I wanna I wanna see if I can fully understand this game or start to understand it better, and uh, I watched you stomp on like three or four people, and then you're uh, like, okay, I was on a red hot streak, but uh, yeah, that was nice. Yeah, like you 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 pulled it off every single time, and uh, it didn't matter, like what the odds look like by game three you're like yep and i got this okay we're good um but then you pulled up some witcher and i have to say when i when i first uh came over to your place you were playing witcher on the tv upstairs which has the which is the uh 4k tv that we talked about on my xbox one x dude i saw that and i was like oh my god dude it looks like a different game like (laughs) the game that i am playing right now on my monitor this looks it's it's like comparing destiny 2 on console versus destiny 2 on pc like yeah except except it looks even better than that yeah it was pretty beautiful dude so we did that and you held on and uh you actually made the conscious decision to call it a night you didn't pass out on the couch you walked (laughs) down to the bed and went to bed so i hat tip to you for that no, I, you know, but I was smart too. I was like, hey man, if I happen to totally pass out on the sofa, wake me up before you go to bed because I don't want my contacts glued to my eyeballs in the morning. <laughs> yeah, you did have to drive home, so it would have been yeah. bad to have the uh, contacts yeah, dry out did, to stick to your eyes. I did not have my glasses on me, so they were like my only option. So I didn't want to have to deal with that. I must have, dude, I didn't tell you this. I must have slept on my arm all day dumb or something because like an hour into the drive home my right arm started hurting and that's normally the arm that I just used to drive with and it was just made the drive so much more annoying because I'd like you know without (laughs) thinking about it just switch to my right arm and put my left arm up on the window and then I'm driving for a while I'm like god damn my arm hurts switch back to my left hand doesn't feel natural you know I don't know it was uh it was a long drive back, but luckily my daughter fell asleep right when I got home. Um, so I got to nap on the sofa while she napped. So that was uh, was nice taking a drive home and then just getting to take a nap right afterwards. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, while you were downstairs sleeping, I uh, I continued to play a little bit of Xbox and or what I thought was going to be a little bit of Xbox. And then Milks invited me to a party. Uh, our buddy Milks, your tax man mm-hmm. now. Uh, and he's like, man, what are you doing playing video games? You're making Fluffy watch you play Gwent? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, no, that's where you're wrong. Fluffy's already in bed. I'm mm-hmm. just playing get Gwent on my own. Um, so then I'm literally just about to go to bed, and I get an invite from Chuck. 
and our good friend Chuck likes pizza. And I go to try to turn off my Xbox to be like, nope, I'm done with the night. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> but I hit it at a time when the invitation was still up. So I joined the party. And if you've ever joined party with Chuck, Chuck doesn't ask you if you want to play stuff. He just tells you. <laughs> so so I, I jump in there and he's like, homie, let's finish that raid from last night. And I'm like, uh, okay. So when you went to bed at 10 o'clock, I ended up playing Destiny till about midnight because we had to beat the raid that we had been working on the night before. <laughs> Which was nice because we beat it as opposed to Friday night when we failed. In um, spectacular fashion. No, Friday was fun though, man. I I really Friday enjoyed was playing. We had a great time. We just didn't beat the raid. Yeah, I think we I think we could have, but um, it was late for some people, and I'm I guess I'm okay with that because I ended up having a shitty drive, so it was probably better that I got the sleep that I did. And we had um, the fun Destiny glitch where every oh, yeah. time we tried to respawn, half the team didn't respawn in, so somebody had to leave or change armor and. We probably cost ourselves 40 minutes worth of time just worrying about that kind of crap. So we reset on the baths. Um, the other encounters we did a one-shot of. So we did a one-shot on dogs. We did a one-shot on gauntlet. But baths we reset a couple times. And that was the first encounter this week. And the most annoying part was I bet 80% of the time that we were on that level, we were telling people to change armor or back out a party or do whatever the stupid thing that we had to do to get everyone to spawn in and to get the leader to spawn in. And um, how long has this game been out? Like, how has that not been fixed yet, dude? It does feel like a thing that they should have taken care of. But, you know, honestly, maybe it's really hard to get to. And yeah. it runs bigger risks than it is. I'm always willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. There is a workaround Somebody leaves party, everyone spawns in, they join back in. And if that's because of that, that's the best you can get, then so be it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, at least it's not game-breaking, like, when you're playing, it glitches out. So that that part's nice, right? Like, it could be, it could be way worse, for sure. Um, and even with that happening at the start of it, dude, we kicked ass, like, the rest of the raid. And, I don't know, it was fun, man. We had a good time. Yeah, we uh we picked up the run tonight because my brother had never gotten a clear before. So Friday night was your second attempt at the raid, his first, uh, and he had a great time getting to Callus. But there's still that, especially when you're chasing that first clear, there's that that taste in the back of your mouth, like man, I really want to get this. Otherwise, I sort of wasted a night. Mm-hmm. So on on Friday night, it was Yumi, Chuck, Panda, Gator, and God, who was the sixth? Now I'm forgetting. You, me, Chuck. Was it Cliff? Pandigator. Oh, Bryce is the sixth, obviously. No, Bryce, yeah, Bryce. Oh, right. my God. Oh, man. Wonderful. And then, then tonight, I set up a game to try to get that done before we had to record our podcast. Uh, and thankfully, we got uh, our buddy Ethan, Three Evils, uh, Lotus. Lotus hopped in to help us out, which was awesome. It was me and Bryce, and then... Uh, Wolfhound was playing the division and quit playing the division to come over and help us. And then uh, our good friend RNG Gator flaked out and went and played uh, D1 with Ghost. 
company. <laughs> uh, so I had to scour the friends list, and I caught uh, Joker Wildcard right before uh, he signed off for the night. He probably pulled a me and was trying to turn off his Xbox and accidentally accepted the invite. Um, <laughs> and we, we took about three shots and finally got Callus down, so my brother got his first clear. Nice. And honestly, I had more fun seeing him get his first clear than I have doing any of the raids in some time. I Yeah, so I had a blast. I, I originally asked you if you wanted to do a raid this week because I really wanted to get the Midnight Coop. And I got it. No, what you said stop saying the P. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, so I got that like second drop, dude. Yeah, Masterworks even. Yep, with Reload. Uh, it didn't fall with reload. I just I just re-rolled it right when I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Until I got reload. Yeah. Um and uh, I got a couple other masterworks armors to drop. Um but I was pretty stoked about that. I haven't gotten to use it yet. I really wanted to use it, but it it just didn't work out last night or tonight, so it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, honestly though, I uh, last week we talked about how we were sort of sort of burned out with Destiny 2. I had mentioned how I just didn't really have the urge to raid or anything like that. And then the last four nights, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and tonight, I've raided. And I had so much fun, and I'm looking forward to the reset and so I can run it all again next week. Yep. Uh, it's amazing how... I hadn't run it since they put the guaranteed drops at the end of each encounter in. Yep. And I don't even really care about gear. Like, we've talked nope. about this before, totally too. Totally don't. Totally don't. Um, and yet, the fact that I just got something each time instead of uh, instead of tokens made it so much more fun. I got the helmet, three of the four encounters on the uh, on the raid. I got, I got the Masterworks Conspirator at the baths, and then every time after that I got the helmet. And it didn't even bother me. Uh, but it was the fact that something dropped made me think, yeah, I'm going to run this again next week. Yeah. I do, definitely, man. I played more Destiny 2 this week and had more fun playing Destiny 2 this week than I have in a long time. Like, in a long time. This was, there was a lot of cool things going on, dude. I was 100% in love with Crimson Days. Like, I am. I, I really wanted to play every single night this week. Like, without a doubt, I wanted to play Crimson Doubles every single night. But it didn't work out, but I, I did get to play quite a bit. So, um, did you get to play very much? No, I played two games with Bryce before we ran the raid. Uh, we lost both of them, but it was still yeah. super fun. We were in party with you for that, too, so that's kind of funny. Because yeah. we, <laughs> we had four of us out of the six, Freddy, for, uh, for the raid. And uh, we were waiting on Chuck and his buddy and um, played some doubles in each other's party. was not going to bed. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So so I played, let's see. So my first exposure to Crimson Doubles, um, Bob's hit me up while I was editing. That seems like a pretty good first person to play with. Yeah, so I wasn't done editing the episode. So I, I, you know, I told him, I was like, yeah, dude, I'll play, but... You know, my mic isn't going to be on for like an hour or so. So we played for like an hour without even having mics. And we we stomped teams. Or he stomped teams and I followed along. <laughs> that and, sounds uh, like a Bob's <laughs> game. 
<laughs> I got on mics with him for like the last like half hour, hour that we played. And uh, it was, I, I don't think we dropped any games, dude. Um, <laughs> it was a pretty, pretty good intro to, to running doubles. And then uh, I jumped on with Lotus on Thursday and um, Lotus and I just, we're, dude, we're losing like one out of every 10 games. Like we were just going on a, on a run and uh so I was you're saying in... he's a better pvp player than a web designer <laughs> lotus he's slippery man you've played against him in private matches like he he has good movement um i did get so i did get uh i did get um a little tilt this week playing doubles though like oh, yeah? i got on yeah i got on with Ra- with uh sracer and uh it was in the morning and we were playing dude and i was just losing every single gunfight like i was putting up like a 0.4 kd like every match and i'm like dude i can't play destiny right now i'm getting so frustrated so i had to like go out and did some stuff outside and clean the house and did some laundry and came back to it like an hour or two later and and then we destroyed people, but it was pretty funny, man. Like, I totally just got tilted. I was like, oh, I can't. I'm just getting so frustrated that I'm losing that it's making me lose more. <laughs> Feels like a good thing that you care enough about it and you're having as much fun that when you're failing, it, it's frustrating. Yeah. I don't know, man. The The buffs and everything, I think, to me, made doubles feel like, like kind of like trials. Like, there's communication, there's movement to it, there's a speed to it. Um, you have to work as a team. Playing solo is BS. Yeah, uh, no, I, I thought... It, I played two games. We lost both of them, but I had fun the entire time. And, and I did have a few plays where I'm like, oh my god, I did something good. So, I'm sort of getting excited about, uh, you know, the sandbox changes are coming. They're not here yet, but... Yeah. Uh, I could see myself with a little bit of tweaking really enjoying PvP. And I think Crimson Doubles was a a good introduction to what the new PvP might be like if they increase I mean maybe not to Crimson Double levels of increase, but increase uh recharge rates and a little bit of speed and that kind of stuff. I think I'll probably really enjoy it. Yeah, I I don't know, man. Every once in a while, we come up against those teams where all they did was throw nades. Like, that's all they did. Yeah, and Pulse and nades that, were pretty broken when you could pulse, just, like, throw them everywhere. And uh, what, what's the um, one with, like, arc web that uh, shocks other people? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the Blade Dancer the Thunderbolt one. one. Yeah. I don't um, know what it's called, but... You know what I'm talking about, though. It pulses everyone yep. around. Yeah, so we came up against a team that was running double those. T- came up against double skip nades with Shinobu's valves. Um, oh, yeah, that'll, that'll be real fun. Yeah, dude, so... Skip nades don't, don't go away. It's not, it's not just about... I think my point is it's not just about doubling the speed that you can regenerate grenades because you'll get into a meta where that's all that people do and then the game will really be busted. Absolutely. Um, it doesn't need to be that fast. It just needs to be a little faster than it currently is. Yeah, but the movement speed, dude, um, it was fun, man. Like, it was fun. It. I think that they need to lengthen the timer um, for how long you've been separated before you show up on the enemy map because... 
I would say whenever you got a bad spawn, there's no way that you could physically run back to your teammate before you show up on the enemy radar. That's um, true. Uh, and, although, to be fair, I played... Both maps I played were the reskinned uh, D1 ones, so it was yeah. Shores of Time and Burning Shrine, which was like, oh, I know exactly where I'm spawning, and I know exactly where I need to run to to get to my teammate because I played these maps a million times each. Yeah, and they, dude, those are those are both some of my favorite maps. They probably are my favorite maps in D2. Um, but also, I don't think it's long enough to do a flank because they should still allow you to have the ability to sneak up on the enemy and it was really hard to get into a position where you could flank the enemy before showing up on their radar i mean you're on their radar anyways the red things it's not like a thing over your head but you can't really you couldn't flank even if you were close basically because you know you just can't flank when you have an always active radar well sliding sliding blips their radar like sure but you know they're coming around Right, right, right. But if you, if you, if you play the luck side of it, the fact that they are looking around and not just constantly staring at their radar, um, sometimes you can slide on the unexpected person. But it was it was impossible to do that against this team, dude. Um, so you really did have to stick next to your partner to try and do anything, and not be on them, but be within the range where it doesn't show you on the enemy map. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree. It's just also it's you know a one week game mode that's gonna yeah. be gone. Come, I by know. The, I'm sorry. From the time people are listening to this, from the time that I turn on Destiny Two again, it's gonna be gone. I'm sad. Uh, I played with Gemini Jesters a ton. I totally fell in love with them. Uh, Chuck made fun of me for saying that I love them. Um, I also played with uh, Martyrs Make and Adjudicator. While I was waiting for us to start the raid, I was on my warlock and I, I was like, you know what? Like, I don't care what kind of KD I put up. I'm just going to play with the guns that I have. I'm not going to bother going to dim and moving my PVP stuff off my hunter. Um, and dude, that auto rifle, it's, it's a good auto rifle, man. There's you not a lot of kick to day it. One, basically. Oh, it felt good, man. I, I, I want to go back and I want to play more warlock and I want to play with that gun more. 100 percent dude we're back to uh pre d2 launch where you were all pro warlock huh i i still think hunter's better but man having having that melee and having the um ophidians i just i love it man ophidians are such a good exotic anyways yeah yeah they are i forgot to log in the weekend they were selling them i don't have them um i ran the nightfall that's all i care to say about that uh, did you play anything else this week? Uh, I played The Witcher 3. Uh, mm-hmm. I saw conti- that. Continued on starting the continuation of the next playthrough of that. Uh, that was fun. Played a lot of Gwent. Uh, there was a a faction challenge, which amusingly is what's starting in Destiny come tomorrow. Uh, mm-hmm. But they had a faction challenge going this week, and conveniently one of the two factions was the group that I was trying to make a deck work in. So after not playing a ton and not playing seriously, I ended up playing like 35 games, 40 games over the past couple of days and struggled a bit initially learning the, learning how the deck played, which was frustrating because I've always been, you know, 
sixty percent or higher on my win rate, and I was sitting there at you know twenty five games in and sitting at twelve and thirteen, uh, and that was pretty frustrating. Um, but then I figured it out, and I'm now currently sitting at uh, thirty four and twenty. So got a little red hot there for a while. Um, which was awesome. so. Like the deck that you were playing with when I was there, did you have like a certain amount of cards and you know what most of those cards are? Uh, I know what all of them are, yeah. So it's a, okay. it's a constructed deck. I decide what goes in my deck. I get to build it. Uh, and so, and obviously by the time you had been there, I had played a ton. So I knew what my odds were of drawing things. I knew how to mulligan cards away so that I'd get the cards I want. And I knew like the play order of the cards so that. I could avoid their counters to my deck more often than not. So, cool. yeah. But when you saw me play, I was I was at the top of my game, which uh, was good because if you had watched me about three days earlier, it would have been like, man, why do you keep losing all the time? Because <laughs> uh, that's the only way that you can win. Right. And then I played a bunch of the division because I still love that game and min-maxing is a thing. I uh I did not play uh, anything besides Destiny Two this week. That's a good sign. I mean, it's I like that I can still not play Destiny Two and play other games. Yep. But I also love the fact that I'm sort of excited to play Destiny Two again the next time I play. Next time I fire up the Xbox. Honestly, you know, it's funny to say that, and then to say at the same time, if I could play anything right now, I would want to play Crimson Doubles. And it's not going <laughs> to happen, but I, I liked it that much. And also, I'm like, man, we should try and do a raid next week because it was fun to do a raid. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm optimistic about that, man. That's awesome. I, I have no care about uh, the faction rally, though. I can say that. Like, I'm going to play this week, but it has nothing to do with the fact that there's a faction rally going on. Yeah, I probably would pick New Monarchy just so I can get a cheap gun and move on with life. Yeah, I'd go for the go for the shaders and play PvP. Uh, <laughs> Although they did uh, they did fix or not fix, but lessen the time on the lockout for farming chests. Mm-hmm. That's good, I, and there's good things to come, man. Like I I listened to all I caught up on a lot of podcasts this week. Um, you <laughs> Is know, it because you took uh, nine hours in the car driving down here and back? Yeah, and. Uh, I, I was so sad because all the podcasts that I like, I had already listened to before I drove down. So I, you know, all of the, so you were stuck the, listening to barely a destiny show the entire time. <laughs> no, I wanted, I was like, Hmm, baby. I was like, Oh, amp amp put out an episode a few days ago. Maybe I haven't listened to it yet. Nope. Listen to it. Oh, barely ADS. Oh, they, they just put out an episode. I probably haven't listened to it. God damn it. I've listened to it. And I did that through my list of like podcasts that I like. And I'm like, okay, so I guess it's gotta be one of these other ones that I just kind of like now. (laughs) Um, but there's a lot of stuff coming, man. I can I can say from listening to nine hours of podcasts and, and hearing the same thing said for nine hours, <laughs> I have a pretty good idea of what's coming, and there's there's some things coming, so I'm excited for that, but I don't know, man. I didn't play anything else. We'll see what happens this week. Yeah, well, your wife gets back in the near future, so maybe you can have a bit more fluffy time by yourself. Uh, 
though who knows how uh helpful she'll be able to be with her knee the way it is oh uh, what what did uh what'd you do last night i had fluffy time in the basement you know <laughs> it was relaxing uh no it's funny um yeah yeah we'll just you know i'm sure she'll want to hang out so we'll see what happens they get home tomorrow night um, rip the dream pretty pretty late too man i think their plane arrives at like you know close to 10 o'clock and i'm just like oh shit you know by the time she gets off and baggage check and all that other stuff it's gonna be a late night have you considered just sending her an uber uh no dude i wouldn't do that <laughs> i didn't think you would but i was just throwing out there's a thing to consider yeah <laughs> so um you did hear this week um via shitty cell phone speakers um you yourself and me me and me and yourself i and you fluffy and nips calling into dad tales podcast yeah i would say one of us had a a very good chat and the other one of us uh is not really mockable yet well i'm um, mockable but uh not by voice so i i don't remember calling in um, but it was clearly me on the other end, so I don't I don't even know what to say. Um, but uh, it was pretty funny, dude. I got a good laugh. I played Jesse, that. Jesse for... Jesse does a real good Ray Romano impersonation. <laughs> or was it Kermit the Frog? Or was it that other guy from that video? Uh, dude, that Family Guy. It was Family Guy, right? Yeah, that Family Guy. It was guy Family episode. Guy. Yeah. Um. It was pretty funny, though. Played it for my wife. Played it for my coworkers when I heard it. And I was like, dude, you, you got to hear this. And they thought it was... Even they thought it was funny, man. Because they know me. They don't know my gaming stuff, but they know me, so... They know your voice. Yep. <laughs> when you hear someone making fun of Fluffy's voice, you have to just laugh a little bit. Yep. Um. So, no laughing matter, my friend. My local pizza place, like the place that has the best chicago deep dish pizza i've tasted in the city is going 100 percent gluten-free in march and i'm sad i don't think you should be sad until after you try it post gluten-free transition i know i know i i will i will say that i am 100 percent open to trying it but they already have the best chicago deep dish pizza that i've ever had outside of chicago and they're going gluten. They're changing it, man. They're taking a great thing and they're changing it. Why would they do that? Why not I mean, have both? I'm trying to put a positive spin on it. It's hard for me to imagine that they didn't <laughs> just kill it. But at least try it after the conversion and maybe it won't be so bad. But uh, you're probably boned. I think, I mean, pause for opening up a can. Um, <laughs> I think it's important to respect the owner for what he's doing because he said like you know i can't eat i can't eat the pizzas that i'm making like he has an allergy and he's like i can't eat what i'm making so i want my pizza chain to be like the first hundred percent gluten-free menu out there and i'm like oh fuck i love your pizza why you gotta do this to me i mean he didn't throw some red sauce on top of a ritz cracker and call it a fucking pizza no, some fucking red sauce and sprinkle sugar in it and call it St. Louis style. I'm sorry. Ugh. I'm sorry. But it's true. Your emo's pizza, man. That's not pizza. Okay. Uh, 
Do you have any other randomness before we jump into our questions? Uh, I was just going to say we play our first uh, Season 5 league game this Wednesday at uh, 9.30 Central, 10.30 Eastern, 7.30 Pacific, Dex. <laughs> I will be... I will be streaming it. I will not be making fun of anyone for time zones. Um, that's all I have to say on that. Yeah, no, I, I I plan on taking up a pretty fantastic spot at the bottom of the leaderboard because I'm running nothing but No Land Beyond the entire uh, season. I'm looking forward to Warlock surfing and shooting a pulse rifle. So <laughs> I'm quite excited for this. Uh, oh, yeah, no, I'm definitely going to be the dead weight on the team. So I'm going to try to, with League, I'm going to do my best that if I notice people are going to play at a certain time, I'm going to put it out on our Twitter feed so they can jump in and check out those, what whoever's streaming on Twitch, you know. Yeah. Um, One game already know, in the books for this season. It's fun to watch. It's fun to watch people play League. So, you know, I'll, I'll do my best to, to shout it out when I can. I know Lotus has stuff on the website that links to... Links to Twitch stuff, so... Yep, we'll just try and be good about sharing that. I'm excited, though. League is fun, man. Fun. Yeah, Although, League is always a good time. It does appear that game one was already... Not hard feelings, but... Losses didn't go over real well. So it's a good start. What do you mean? Oh, uh... Turns out Rebels team is stacked. Per normal. So oh, Rebels, yeah. King of the three-tap... Uh, but that's i mean you know it's it's good to like remember those <laughs> days where you tried to go flawless and you went up against a team like rebels and in, in your eighth game or yeah. seventh game you know so they did bad things to uh bmc and lana and company oh i know it's coming dude i know there's there's a few teams out there that i know are gonna be like it's gonna be a it's gonna be a challenge but it'll be fun to fun to fun challenge I'm going to have a great time laughing my way to 0 and 8. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so League is happening this week. Um, I uh, I have to apologize to our friend of the show, Trog. He messaged me. He's like, um, is it because I don't have a team name that we didn't make it onto the bracket? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, but I'm just, I just totally forgot. My bad. So I had to work him in starting week two. He, had to, he was forced to buy this week, but uh, I made sure that we took a buy one of the weeks. So, yep. Anyways, fun times. We'll talk about it, I'm sure, in coming episodes. So, we have a question. Who goes first, uh, Laz or Absolute Zero? Both of them wrote in. Let's get uh, Absolute Zero's question out of the way first, because I usually enjoy his uh, verbose question writing. All right, so he says, Aloha, boys. I have a question, and I need an answer ASAP. Me wife thinks that sour cream and strawberry preserves is an odd combination to enjoy on pancakes. Thoughts, comments, concerns, no fooling, absolute zero. P.S. Say... Oh, go ahead. Finish the P.S. first. What does P.S. really mean? And who the hell came up with the idea to put P.S. at the end of a letter? It's a cliffhanger, I tell you. Postscript. So, P.S. means yes. postscript. Yes. And, and do you know why P.S. is after the signature? Because it's a postscript, as in post is an after, script is in signature? That is 100% right. The name <laughs> of it says, 
this was this was written after the letter was written and signed. <laughs> so now let me go back to this. He said sour cream and strawberry preservatives. So the first time I read this, I read whipped cream. Like my brain inserted whipped cream into that sentence. And I was like, oh, dude, whipped cream and strawberries uh, and strawberry preserves on pancakes? Okay. That doesn't I can seem see that it. weird. It's not, not a thing I would do, weird. but I would make that okay. Yeah, maybe maybe I would do fresh strawberries and like a strawberry gel something with it, but not not like jelly, but okay. And then this time that I wrote it, I read it as it was written, sour cream, and I and I almost fumbled when I was talking, dude, because it's like, what the fuck? Sour cream and strawberry? Okay. So that's my reaction. What, dude? No. Sour cream and pancakes. Your wife is right. Sour cream does not go on pancakes. No, no, sour cream does not go on pancakes. What are acceptable I, things that he could have sour cream on? Um, tacos. Uh, yeah. I okay, mean, I'll, like, I'll say, uh, seldom. Maybe sometimes yeah, though. No, I'll allow it's not it. I'll allow everything. It. Like no. if it's a good taco, I don't want sour cream on it. But if it's like a Taco Bell taco. Sour but at the same time, do you trust Taco Bell sour cream? That's the question that you need to as ask yourself. As much as I trust anything from Taco Bell. <sighs> okay, it's like fair a fucking point. game of roulette every time you eat there. Dude, I okay, I'll say I'll say baked potatoes. And the yep. same same rules apply. Not always on baked potatoes, but sometimes. Sure. And there has to be other things with it. Like there's no way I just want sour cream on there. That sour cream needs things to make the sour cream acceptable on the baked potato. You know what the real answer is though? Never mm. on pancakes. Mm, yes, it doesn't matter what it is with. It, pancakes is never one of those things. <laughs> um, so your wife's right. That is super weird. And uh, while I normally you know, subscribe to the like what you like and don't apologize thing. In this case, you can like what you like, but you should probably apologize. Uh, yeah. So he says thoughts. My thoughts are no, sir. Comments. My comments are why concerns. I have none. You're still a cool dude. Um, you know, there's, I don't know. There's probably help somewhere for you. Um, what would you put on pancakes, man? What are what's your pancake topping? It's usually just maple syrup. Maple syrup. Do you like do you like American maple syrup or do you like real tree maple syrup? Um, I would say that uh, there are zero fucks given to the location and origin of the maple syrup. Yeah, well, not like that. Like, um, and it's probably not even American. I just that's my my stupid term for it but you know the store-bought sugared up aunt jemima cereal or you know i tapped a tree this is you know because real maple syrup is not the same as agreed syrup yeah 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 and obviously the real stuff's better than the aunt jemima stuff but in the end it doesn't really matter either way it may matter sorry i should say it matters but not enough to make me like i'm not gonna pass on the aunt jemima and be like nah i'll eat these pancakes raw without any syrup yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm, I like the store bought stuff. I'm not ashamed, dude. Give me the candy. I want the candy. I'm sorry, I don't have respect for the, for the weirdness that is real maple syrup. You're putting Vermont out of business. But I, let's, but let's, let's, uh, let's back this up a little bit. I like, and I, I think I've said this before. I like your thin rollable pancakes, man. And I want I want crunchy peanut butter 
uh, as smooth will do, I guess, if you have it. Uh, none of that skippy shit. I want like Jif. And you put that on your pancake and you put a little bit of syrup and you eat it like a taco. That's what I'm saying, dude. Yeah, no, that's totally normal. Peanut butter and syrup. It's a great combination. Mm-hmm. I also just pulled a muscle in my eye rolling them. <laughs> um. Well, you know, you got to stretch your eyes out, dude. You know, that's just that's how it's got to work. Uh, anything else on pancakes? No, no, but absolute zero scores again. I, I agree, man. Thank you for writing in. Um, so Laz wrote to us and it's funny because I actually found a story on porters and his question is about porters. So I posted in discord today. Uh, he said, while up in Saratoga Springs, New York, drinking beer, naturally, I got to thinking, I'm not a fan of porters that are overly smoky. Is there any kind of craft beer that you wouldn't drink? Uh, do you want to go first? Like, what do you not like in, in beer or? Uh, you know, I'm not a huge fan of like the wheat beers that you need to throw fruit in to make it drinkable. Hmm. Like I, I think of Blue Moon. Blue Moon is a straight pass. And anything, I mean, Blue Moon is obviously mass produced, so you wouldn't really consider it a craft beer. But there are a decent number. Uh, session ales I don't really like. They're pretty miss more often than they're hit. Um, but no, in the grand scheme of things, is it alcohol? Does it taste uh, not blinding? Then I'm probably going to drink it. See, there's stuff that I'll pass on. Like, uh, I would say a lot of, like, uh, pale domestic-style pale ales um, and lights. I uh, Nine times out of ten, I'm just going to be like, no, nah, I'll have water. Because, um, honestly, I just, I don't know. They don't do anything for me, man. Um, I don't mind the wheat beers, though. I, I'll have a blue I moon. like wheat beers. I just don't like the ones that aren't any good, even... Like, you think of the Blue Moons where it's, like, it's pretty blah, and so people try to spice it up by throwing an orange slice in it, and it's still garbage. I I get that way with, like, uh, Shock Top, too, man. Like, there, it's very, it's got to be from a tap, and it's very hit or miss on whether I'm going to enjoy it that time or not. Um, I think those beers you just need to have the right conditions or, or, or taste for, you know? I do love smoke porters, though, so... I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, Laz, you like what you like, but uh, you're wrong. Uh, so here's the thing, man. I I do think that maybe he's looking for some suggestion. Um, and when we went out this weekend, my favorite beer, hands down, was a porter. And it was that Wisconsin Brewing Company Cupid's Envy, which was a barrel-aged espresso porter. Um that, that was wasn't the, super smoky, though, so I, no, I would bet wasn't. he likes that, too. So, yeah, so I would say just avoid the smokies, man, and maybe go more that way. It, it was it was an amazing beer, so I don't know for what, what, that, what has to be said about that. Um, I was surprised that my favorite beer of the night was an espresso porter. Yeah, it was, uh, it was surprising to see you enjoy it that much. Not that you don't enjoy darker beers, but... Your your default is always the IPAs. Yep, or like doubles. I would say doubles are typically my my favorite. And uh, 
this was a great great beer so um yeah i don't know so that's kind of what i wouldn't drink if if you offer me a bud light i'm probably gonna say no that also Uh, probably doesn't (laughs) fall into the craft beer uh scene no no i guess you're right he did say what craft beers wouldn't you drink i i don't know man i i just try and grab things that i've never had before i'll probably stay away from it if it says pale ale i guess yeah, I think I'm probably in the same boat. I'll try it. Same with Satch Nails. Yeah, I guess I'll try it, but like, probably pass. Yeah, unless it's recommended by someone. Because um, yeah. isn't isn't three isn't the um, zombie dust a pale ale? It's uh, like a fruity pale ale. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure. I haven't had it in a decent amount of time. Yeah, it's hard it's, to find. It's like it's very light beer. Um, yeah. Anyways. Uh, so that's that's what I have to say, Laz. Thank you for writing in, sir. Yep, Zombie Dust is an American pale ale. Yeah, I thought it was a pale ale. It surprised me when I saw it. <sighs> so I don't know, man. It was a good weekend. I look forward to I look forward to going back to Madison, man. Oh yeah, you're always welcome here, and uh, hopefully the next time the drive won't be as harrowing. No, I'm guessing it'll be summer. Um, it'll be cool too if I if I can um, head out early. Uh, I want to take thirty five because I didn't realize that you were south of Lacrosse, and uh, that drive down the river is one of the best uh, highways that you can take in the area. Well, each summer there's a uh, beer festival that is basically within walking distance of my house. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll probably try to get that on your schedule ahead of time. So you can come down and uh, they give you about a four ounce glass and there's about 30 different breweries there. And That's awesome. me and my buddy make it our goal to hit all 30 of them during the course of the night, day. Um, so if you come down for that, we should have another very heavy beer episode. <laughs> That's not a bad thing. Um, I, I don't know, man. It's a cool town. Like, uh, everywhere that we went was really cool. Food was good. Beer was good. Uh, and we didn't even touch all the, all the breweries in the area. So no, we didn't hit the downtown, uh, state street and the campus is usually pretty fun. Although now when I wander around campus, I feel really old. Yeah. Yep. That'll happen. Yeah. Uh, because I am really old. <laughs> the Surly Brewery is is right on the U of M campus. It's actually right by, um, you know, Bob Dylan has that song about the Watchtower. It's yes. right by. It's right by that Watchtower, um, which is on the U of M campus. So, that's my college story of the night. Hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> Further on with the uh, continuing the Bob Dylan songs that are sung better by other people. All along the Watchtower is one of them. And uh, literally every other song he wrote is the other. Yeah, he he had some good stuff. Uh, apparently, no, he's, he's a great writer. His uh, yeah. his delivery is just done better by others. <laughs> yeah, I could I could see that end of it. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It'll be. I look forward to doing it again, though. Um, I really want to go back to some of those places that we went to too. So, uh, I, although there's also a Tech Mobile tournament, isn't there? Yeah, that's uh, it's coming up in the very near future, actually. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. 
I don't know. Any, any games you plan on playing this week? Any any secrets that may unfold before we part ways? Uh, no, it's going to be basically the same as usual. It'll be The Division. It'll be Gwent. It'll be The Witcher. It'll, it'll absolutely be Destiny 2 again. For the first time in some time, I can say without any sort of uh, trepidation that I'm going to be playing a bunch of Destiny 2 this week. Yep, at Wednesday night we have our league game and I'll be streaming that, so that'll be fun. Uh, the Tecmo Super Bowl tournament is April 6th and 7th. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that I won't be around. I'll be in Montana. <laughs> no, you're, you're going to be busy then. But uh, I'll go and take some pictures at least and share it on uh, share it on social media. Watch 64 of the best Tecmo Super Bowl players in the world. Yeah. I didn't get my Switch yet, but maybe if I get a Switch, I'll bring it down. Play some Mario Kart. Competitive Mario Kart. Sounds like a lot of fun. All right. Well, everyone, have a wonderful week, and uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, Nips, where can we find you? I am on Twitter at Admiral Nips, uh, and Discord as Admiral Nips, and on Xbox is Hambo1982. I am Senior Fluffy Fingers MD. Uh, send us an email question uh, at potato or potato thumbs podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Twitter at Potato Thumbs, and uh, I don't know, maybe in the future, sometimes streaming. What do you think? Yeah, I would also say uh, keep your eyes open to the Potato Thumbs uh, Twitter for when we go live with our revised beer list endeavor, and uh, definitely get us some of those uh, beer suggestions that we should be trying uh, so that we can talk about it and expand our uh, horizons. For sure. For sure, man. Good night, everyone. Good night.